0: Lantern Noir
1: presents Happy Hour at the Old Timer Tavern, episode 34 Mo' Money, Mo' Monsters This episode was recorded live at twitch.tv slash lanternnoir Good afternoon and welcome, it is Tuesday, it is 5 o'clock, that means it is happy hour and that means my dear friend and I are belly to the bar to have a drink, share the company, and talk Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Rob, aka Langer Noir, and I am joined as I often am at the bar by...
0: Graybeard of Graybeard Severn.
1: How has your week been, my friend? Uh, Don't start on the news yet.
0: No, no. Okay, I'll dodge. I, uh, sit dodge. on the news, sit on the news. All right, all right. Okay. Uh the week has been uh we had a really really good uh grognard session in outer space with um <laughs> with people touching astral alien god beings and uh Transmogrification and people doubting their ancient Jedi like religions, and you know, so you just that kind of insanity. Um, and uh, other than that, pretty good. Played, uh, played with, um, uh, Emma, uh, my oldest on Sunday, and I have found a site that has like one page dungeons or no prep dungeons,
1: Ooh. and
0: and it's it's really, I you like. know. Yeah, it's one of those where I on Sundays I take a nap because I'm old and I get up for the nap like 15 minutes before we're supposed to start. I pick one of those. I read it because it's usually like one page and then we play and then I tweak it if it's got anything that, you know, as a parent, I don't think is going to appeal to said uh, Elven Druid. So
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. That works. Um, I had a, a, f- a first-time-ever event happen in mm-hmm. Sunday night's Curse of Strad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, uh, a very brief recap, they managed to get themselves ejected from the Ravenloft by using <laughs> the teleportation brazier that's located somewhere in the castle. And mm-hmm. so they said, well, we got to get back. And so the solution was for the uh, wizard to polymorph the paladin into mm-hmm. a young young bronze dragon. <laughs> that they then rode back to the castle and and while debating well hey we can we can blow the castle up let's do all the damage we can from up here um multiple vampire spawn flew up in bat form which i really the stat block doesn't give them polymorph mm. you can send all of your complaints to at Greybeard tavern on twitter <laughs> and um we, uh, uh, so they 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 flew up to meet the ve- the dragon, and it became one of those just keeping the vampires off, without right. having anyone get knocked off, while at the same <laughs> time not letting the wizard take any damage, because then nice. she'd have to make the con check the concentration check to not let the paladin turn back into a paladin at five hundred feet.
0: Right. And then, you know, pick up all the dice on the table, roll them, and that's how much damage you take from the fall. Which, Um. (laughs) turns
1: out, uh, a 450-foot fall, which is from the highest peak of Ravenloft to the courtyard, uh, Hmm. takes less than six seconds. (laughs) So, yes, you would have exactly one combat round to do something before you you came to an untimely and rapid deceleration. Uh, Feather fall. Um. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that well that's that maybe that gets the wizard out of the situation actually the wizard has misty steps so like she, i don't know why she was ever panicked right i'll just right. step over to that point over there that's 30 feet away <laughs> as i go down past it um the issue is everybody else <laughs> mm. um so yeah that was that was a first i had never planned a com. that i had never run a combat encounter on dragon back before yeah so that was that was Wait, a hoot even- and a half even back in the Dragonlance days? Even back in the... I never... You know what? Truth, and this is a good segue into our new segment, mm. I never ran Dragonlance oh, as great. an adventure. That's great. That's great. I, I read it, and I had, I'd read some of the modules, but I got too caught up in the... But they won't do what they're supposed to. Mm. They won't follow the story. That I, I never went really deep with it, and... Ah. Um, I'm excited because you were saying when we were getting ready, like, I've got news. I'm like, I saw uh-huh. it too. I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let you bring it to the table though. All right. I will, uh, I'll grab one prop.
0: Sky Raiders of Abraxa. Or, wait, Abrax, Abrax? How do you pronounce it? A-B-A B-R-A-X? Abrax? Anyway, uh, new Dragonlance stuff, man, with like sky pirates and dragons and airships and woo so
1: we are gonna pause the podcast ever so briefly to say welcome to our raiders on twitch and for those that are listening on the podcast these are people that have decided to kindly join the the live production the Raiders. raiders um and so thank you and welcome aboard. For those that don't know me, we just got through our introductions. My name is Rob, A.K. Larrington Noir, and with me is the amazing Greybeard Tavern. And uh, on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock, we have happy hour, and we talk about uh, the weekend gaming, we talk about some news, and we talk about the topic of the week, which, as you can see from the stream label, is Mo Money, Mo Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have, we have opinions. We'll get to those in just a second. We're kind of going through the recap. I was just talking about our Sunday night game. Where mm-hmm. we had uh, Nebula's ca- uh, character Samara had polymorphed Azteki into a dragon, so they could fly back to the castle, which was again the first time I've ever run combat on dragon back, which was mm-hmm. a hoot and three quarters. And then we we're getting to the news, and you were just calling out as the raid came in, like you summoned <laughs> yeah. <laughs> them.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know when you said "Welcome Raiders," I was like, "What?" I just had the axe in my hand. So uh, yeah, the, the news yeah.
1: is uh, the the Sky Raiders of Abraxia.
0: Yep. So what do uh, we know? So so far we know that it's it is the Hickmans. Yay, uh, Hickmans. We don't know if Weiss is involved um in in it at all, but um but we know that they are it's a third party five E setting, Dragonlance setting. It's obviously after the la- war of the Lance and, and all that. Like I said, uh, in the artwork they've showed skyships and dragons and, you know, uh, it's definitely 5E. So
1: now is it confirmed that it is part of the the Dragonlance universe? Uh,
0: from what they were talking about? Yes, it is a it is a setting supplement, a third party setting supplement for 5E.
1: And, and but tender. There, I,
0: hmm, I don't know if it was a kender or not. Okay. uh The artwork had a, had a halfling, and they had magic. I think that but,
1: implies uh, it.
0: Well, yeah. Which will be
1: interesting yep. too, because back in second edition days, halflings mm. couldn't be wizards. Right. You have to. That's right. the other thing we forget. That we we've taken for granted that when third yeah. edition hit, like the 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 training wheels came off, and there was mm-hmm. there was madness. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, halfling paladins, yes, gnome, <laughs> gnome barbarians, and you know, dwarven wizards, <laughs> yep. and um, but the second the Dragonlance books were written with second edition in mind, so mm-hmm. you know the dwarves didn't have magic; they had to rely right. on asking elves to come cast spells. And now it's like, oh no, no, they they totally can if they want to. And I'm yep. I'm curious to see how much they apply. Some yeah. of those old school, like, well, yes, normally you can, but in our world, right? Oh, uh, uh-huh. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: glance at the picture again real quick. Yeah, it'll uh, be
1: interesting to see what they do. Um, but there are so many neat little things from that world, you know, between the the gully dwarves, which are some of my favorite kind of like goofball slapstick fun, and the Kender, and and it's it's Tracy and Laura Hickman who are an amazing writing pair. Um and I also like that they I should have said the Tracy Hickman and Laura Hickman because they're being credited separately for all uh, of this as well, which I also yeah, think yeah. is kinda cool. But that's gonna that's supposed to be on Kickstarter this fall, which yep. of which there are only two month two and a half months remaining.
0: Right. Well, October twenty second, I do believe, Ooh. is the is the time yeah in the artwork that they show that basically they've got like a sky pirate uh a human sky uh uh an elf who's got some kind of magic a halfling that's uh, got magic a m- amazing uh dragonborn with a big war hammer and <laughs> and a tabaxi with a sextant um so that's it's pretty awesome um i'm cranked
1: yeah i don't buy a lot of supplement books and read them cover to cover but this might be another one that i i go pick up and i i snuggle up with at night um Mm -hmm. plus it's another excuse when we can all go back to conventions again to keep an eye on where the hickmans are gonna land so i can sneak up there and go i want you to sign this please (laughs)
0: thank you. Sign, sign my book
1: please yeah uh, which, which will feel really good when we get there um, yeah but that's yeah it's really hard not to be excited for that i i keep thinking how much it'll be fun to do like a wizarding school campaign mm-hmm. or a uh, law extended adventure but i don't know if i want to do all the work to learn the magic the gathering lore material that's going to be in this new supplement we're supposed to get in a couple of weeks yeah yeah um I like that they're doing it. I'm glad that they're partnering. It, it makes sense that that it, it, the wheel has turned full circle. And yeah. that magic is back tied to Dungeons & Dragons, which is what it was ages and ages ago. Or at least they, they tried to once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm uh, just not excited for it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I uh i play over on indoors channel and indoor adventures and he's a massive magic the gathering uh fan so i've i've been lucky enough to play a short run campaign in ravnica which was Mm. the first the first magic the gathering uh book that came out for 5e um, so they, they've done a great job. And of course they've got amazing artists cause it's magic, the gathering. So, you know, all the artwork and stuff was just fantastic. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been listening to, a, a bunch of older. I, and I keep realizing after I start listening to them that they're older fantasy series that are, were written in like the late 80s and stuff. Oh, gosh. And and it's really funny because they're not official D&D, but you can tell that they're like the one I, I'm listening to right now. It is someone's d and adventure. I mean, they as they're moving through the dungeon, 20 feet to the corner, and then the corner turns left and... Thirty feet down, and every five feet there's torches in brackets. I mean, I could draw the maps. <laughs> they're, 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 You know, someone is mapping this out as they're going through the event. It's so,
1: it's so uh, blatant. That, oh, you know, that's um, fun. Welcome, Vashon, By the way, we're glad to have you chilling out with us on the happy hour. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, it was funny when I was in high school playing D and D. Uh, we had, I got somehow I got put in charge of making the maps. And I made them like a gnome, using a lot of the Dragonlance <laughs> gnome in my head. The Nobody mm. understands how gnomes work, except mm. gnomes, yet it works. And <laughs> I, I was terrible about planning my graph paper. Mm. So I was graphing, and I would run out of paper. So I, I'd dra- graph the hallway, I'd make a dot, I'd label it A, and somewhere else I'd make an A, and I'd continue the hallway. and what would end up happening is like at the end of a like a three or four days of playing off and on we'd look and like nobody could figure out where we were going because the map was just this this spaghetti of (laughs) disconnected hallways and rooms and and welcome aboard rasha as we're we're reminiscing a little bit before we get into the week's topic but it was like it was Uh. just it was nuts um, yeah, and I'm hoping the, they bring back some of that lore because that the, the gnome naming convention from Dragonlance, yeah, was so much fun.
0: Yeah, um, the um, go for. Uh, 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 as far as mapping goes, it eventually, I, I ended up eventually I would draw the map, and hand the map back to them, because it would just be so frustrating. Well, <laughs> oh, that doesn't, you know, because I would tell them what they are. And then I would be like, and they would say things like, well, that doesn't work. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but what I have described to you is what's on this paper. Oh, this is wrong. And they'd hand them out to me. So finally I I did that. And then once we started using uh, miniatures a lot, what we did was I'd have the table or uh, I'd have a, a big hunk of cardboard, and i would put down match sticks and each match stick was 10 feet and so there would be all these little i would just build the dungeon as we went made made out of match sticks you know Oh, nice yeah yeah it was nice it was uh it was fun um Cut. but back but back then you'd be like uh we need 20 zombies All right, everybody, how much change do you got in your pockets? You know, you
1: just throw down. Are are the D6s the zombies or are the D12s? No, the D12s are the zombie lords. The D6s are the zombie minions. The actual zombies are represented by D4s. And those Lego blocks
0: over there, those are your horses. You know, you put your guys on your Lego block to be on your
1: horse. Uh, Ah, yes, the good old days the good We're old ancient days. times. But no, I'm, I'm excited to see the new book coming up with the sky Raiders. I think, I think oddly enough, D D has been very, it's been a while since we've had a sky pirate mm-hmm. thing where that, like that was part of the universe. Never um, <laughs> it's yeah, been there Um, where that's just, I mean, we've had pirates sort of, but they've always tried to stay very high fantasy or like fantasy tech. Mm-hmm. But it's about, I mean, it's a little bit like kind of thinking like, how come this isn't a bigger part of the game? So it will be really, I'm excited to see what they do. I can't wait to back them on Kickstarter yeah. um, and get in on that because they're brilliant. And I may or may not do something like reach out ahead of time to say, you know, <laughs> if I got my hands on some materials... <laughs> I could be running stuff. Uh, how about uh, you know your debut?
0: Uh, we we we're willing. Uh, let's Ad- do this. So. Advanced <laughs>
1: review copies, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could do that. So yeah, yeah. So uh, Hickman's, uh, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> oldtimertavern oh, sure. at gmail.com just drop us a note
0: <laughs> pdfs are welcome um <laughs> uh,
1: at, the, at this point I, I will slaughter the lambs myself to bring you the vellum t- that you can then scribe it on there it I'm, is. I'm willing to go old school if that's what it takes squeeze an octopus uh, get some ink oh. <laughs> we should stop before this gets weird (laughs) before before it gets weird (laughs) okay so speaking of weird Mm. um one thing that's been on my mind a lot the last week and i I, this is why i pitched it before (laughs) (laughs) i pitched it as a possible topic and i have expected you to run screaming from it so it worked out great is um as you know i've been working on my 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 kickstarter for uh my next stream campaign has been running and it's Mm -hmm. got me thinking more and at the same time I got. I saw on Facebook an ad for a company hmm. that was hiring dungeon masters, yeah. and I kind of got into a okay, let's um, let's talk about it, let's 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 address the elephant in the room, yeah. and 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 not just that that one Republican that comes around, but hmm. um, everyone's welcome by the way. Uh, but but really, kind of just like this. How do we? How are ways we can have have seen, have tried, experienced to at least cover pizza money, if not go to and you've seen the articles, full time status. Yeah. I mean we are men of a certain age, so we should be thinking about retiring, but we also have mortgages and house elves and mm-hmm. et cetera to pay the bills with. Let's, let's wizard be real. schools to
0: pay for very soon, uh, for the next couple of years. So. Um <laughs> mm-hmm oh why couldn't i have raised muggles no um, <laughs> um
1: yeah man them brooms that the nimbus that 2020 no, that one was a clunker but the yeah. nim, nimb, nimbus 2021 that sucker is a must-have these days with the kids and they ain't cheap see oh. that's what we're talking about <laughs> sorry so much noise all right sorry <laughs> i
0: love my props um yes you do yeah, so uh, so it's really interesting because the times have changed so much so and so quickly really. I mean, it would have been a thing where if if even I don't know, 5 or 6 years ago you were like, well, I I'm a professional dungeon master. And
1: <laughs> people have been like yeah. you know or, or they would have gone i are you sure that's appropriate to share at work <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, exactly should i should i be calling hr yeah um yeah. to what your friend always asks if you've never been in an hr meeting are hmm. you really living <laughs> <laughs> um and that person works in hr by the way so right right context <laughs> um <laughs> But no, you're, you're not wrong. It's the, it's a relative, I th- feel like it's a relatively new phenomenon over the last five or six years. And I think partially from Stranger Things has helped a lot. Mm. Getting people to, Stranger Things and Critical Role have made more people interested in what Dungeons & Dragons is. Yeah. Coupled with, oh my gosh, it looks like so much work to set up. I yeah. could never do it. My friends could never do it. Uh, we will never play D&D unless we find someone to do it for us. Right. And then a little bit of i i feel like just a pinch of not knowing better no nah,
0: that that's feasible yeah
1: well and, and here's why i say that i remember not more than 10 years ago you go into a, into your friendly local game store and there's a bulletin board with a bunch of thumbtacks and hey i have them free on saturdays i'm looking to play in a DD game does anyone got any openings in their game uh, people posting, Hey, I'm looking at running a game on alternate Thursday nights. We can do it here at the store. Here's kind of like my short vision for it. Tack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't ever remember seeing back in the days, anyone saying $20 per head. Right. Right.
0: And I remember when it first started to be an internet thing, like I said, about five years ago or so, and it was $10 a player, three-hour session you know and x number of seats and so like you know six players ten dollars each sixty dollars for three hours i'm like okay that's 20 bucks an hour all right i mean if that's your gig go for it yeah i i just i could not personally i don't think i could live up to that expectation. <laughs> you know? I, I
1: hear you very much. I think mm. that that sense of like, I, I suffer them that when I get hired to tutor, mm. um, because tutoring is a little bit more, at least in this area, pays a little more than that. But I still mm. kind of stop and go, I don't know if I'm really doing that <laughs> much work right. for what I'm being paid. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of think, well, yeah, but I had to block out half an hour of my night before and half an hour and my night after and it's usually one student at a time and it kind of starts to work its way down um but uh but yeah no i that that sense of am i going to hit the benchmarks these people are expecting is is weird the other thing i've seen besides just like the online stuff um i've read some articles and i haven't found it locally but Hmm. the idea of like a a bar or like a a small time brewery yeah, doing things like having a D and D night where the first 20 people get seated at D and D tables and mm-hmm. they get to play D and D for the night. And then the bar pays somebody to run a game of D and D while they're there. Right. So if you get there yeah. within the, the setup window, you, you can get a D and D table and you can have your micro brews and, and you're playing D and D while you're there and they've got all the miniatures set up and and the with that situation which i i personally find much more palatable for my Mm -hmm. the way i handle my 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 own sense of self is it's all provided as like a an entertainment opportunity but not a direct like i'm not taking money from players i i'm I'm taking money from the establishment to provide an entertainment source yeah because i think that changes some of the calculus a little bit
0: well yeah because again if somebody then has any kind of an issue they didn't shell out money out of their own pocket and so if they complain to the owner or whatever then then it's on the owner to then talk to you and and you know or whatever there's no there's no money back cuz there was no money given you know right
1: <laughs> and that's and even and, and surely too the owner came and say well you know you didn't pay to sit at the D D table. Mm-hmm. Like you, you you came in and you, you grabbed a seat and they asked yep. you to hang out for two hours, and now he's asking you not to hang out because the two women at the table have multiple times told you to stop commenting on their chests. Yeah. So yeah. you have choices. <laughs> one of them is leave, one is leave, <laughs> and the last one is buy a growler and leave. <laughs> you can
0: leave by county sheriff car or <laughs> by your own car it's yeah, uh, those are ours, options those uh, anyway,
1: um so I, I changed it but th- that thing though kind of happened when i was working for the youth center yeah they hired me in to run a D game and oh. there were two things i bumped into one of them was a a young man who was who had who had issues he was a generally a nice young man but he had some time. Some t- sometimes he had difficulty controlling his frustration. Mm. And it became very difficult to run the game with him at the table. Right. And and it was one of those where it's like, I was happy to try to work through it with him. But at the same time, it's like, other people are getting up and leaving or they're calling for rides home early, because of the and how do you manage that situation? Right. And then the other twist was having um, someone show up super late with nine people already at the table. And then I said, I'm really sorry, we you just can't play this week you know mm-hmm. we've already started and there's already nine people here and there's just me trying to be the dungeon master um i got talking to from my boss with everyone that comes to the center pays a membership fee and and they expect someone to run dungeons and dragons and they all expect somebody to be able they, they all expect to, be able to play dungeons and dragons on friday yeah so you'll wow. have to figure some some way to accommodate him mm. and it was just it was very challenging experience to go but the right thing to do is to say no Mm-hmm. But th- now that we've got money involved, I don't have right. that freedom. I have to fe- I, I have to make it work. Yeah, we're gonna bring down the
0: experience of everyone here mm-hmm. <laughs> because we have to have everyone
1: here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, and you know, it's interesting too. I think looking back on that experience, I would have rather been hired to run a D anD D club mm-hmm. than to be a professional dungeon master. Yeah and i think that that's a little bit on me and a little bit on them because they advertised professional dungeon master wanted mm. and what they really wanted was someone to come in and coach the kids on running dnd and develop their own games develop their own tables their own right. develop their own culture yeah and and i think as we come out of the pandemic i might even reach out again to to that or other establishments to say this is a thing i can do for you Right. And then I'm not getting paid to run D and i I'm getting paid to help organize teens, which doesn't feel so weird. Yeah. Just
0: the it, yeah, you're <laughs> again, your the onus isn't on you to provide a specific experience. The onus is on you to, you know, t- teach a per, uh, DM for someone and they have an adventure for a day, teach them to DM and they could adventure for a
1: lifetime. Um, you know, <laughs> so, or something like that. I'm just dropping a pin so I can come back and clip that. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. So, Cause, that's a keeper. cause um, they,
0: yeah. Cause you, you know, if you're, if you're, if you've got, so, this is great timing for this segue because my uh, the oldest elf has their first uh, meeting, first or second meeting on Thursday of the high school's D&D club. And last year, it was like, it was maybe eight or 10 of them. And this year, they had like three or four times as many kids, nice. so like 30 or 40 kids who want to be part of the D&D club. So...
1: Um, Good problem to have.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll see lie. how it shakes, shakes out on Thursday for her and for them. So uh, yeah. So again, it's if yep. they can. If you got someone who's organizing rather than being mm-hmm. paid to to you know, here's my professionally made maps, and I've brought this case of minis and. You know
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's. I think that's where it, get, it feels like it just gets a little weird, coupled with the sometimes the games don't go the way you want them to. Sometimes the dice don't work out. sometimes there's a, a plot shift where you're like, oh, oh I don't I don't like that plot shift. And I feel like I feel like money just makes it trickier yeah. to be to have an authentic experience um, because you're not just making sure your players are having fun but you're also weighing against and they have to, they have to bring their money next week. Right.
0: Um, Right. Because I can see where that leads to the, the old fashioned Monty Hall campaign. You know, mm -hmm. this six games in everybody's at third level. They've got plus three plate mail and, you know, Holy Avengers. And here's, here's a wand of fireball. Woo.
1: I love this game. You know, I mean, I I guess one could argue that, no matter whether or not where there's money exchanging, we always want our players to have a good time Mm. and we want them to feel empowered to come back the next week. And they, we want them excited. And I, I mean, I'm still thinking about the, the dragon back fight Mm. as one of those, like, I'm pretty sure everyone's coming back next week after that. (laughs) Um, And in a lot of ways, practices like, Oh, the Monty Hall thing would normally self-correct because players would get bored because they're overpowered and they'd start to flit off anyways. Yeah. But, um, I, I think chimes in, you paid for the movie ticket. Doesn't mean the movie has to be the best movie you've seen.
0: Mm.
1: Yes. But bear in mind two dungeons and dragons has a lot of competition for your time. I think mm. it's part of it. And it's really hard to get your money back when it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that said I have successfully done it. Hmm. I have walked up to the manager after a film and said, I'm really sorry. You owe me for that one. I'd like to talk to who I need to talk to. But that movie was so bad. I think you need to give me a refund or a free pass to another film. Right. And and the good news for you, I'll buy more popcorn next time. Mm -hmm. So you'll still make money.
0: It's you're still going to make 30 bucks on popcorn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh. I've given free movie coupons. No <laughs> question. To ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. And it was the one with, uh, Nicholas Cage and the end of the world. It was one of those like apocalypse movies. And I thought it would mm. be this really interesting. It's like, like the last half hour was just, I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> or why i'm watching it but there's no more nicholas cage anymore and welcome phoenix glad to have you chilling out this fine happy hour um so and the other thing i thought was interesting i'm not i'm not gonna besmirch this model mm. but i'm curious about your take on it so um there are websites out there that are like uh tinder for uh gamers Mm -hmm. Where you go in, you say, this is the kind of game I want. It says, here are like 20 DMs that are running games in the window you want. Here are their tables. Here's what they charge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sign up and go. Yep. And I kind of like, I'm coming around to that. I'm even flirting with the idea of maybe doing something on one of them. Mm Because I can go in and say, look, I use Zoom. I use Jamboard. I use this website for initiative tracking. That's what I do. You have to be on D&D Beyond. Here are the character levels. And if my table fills up, great. And if it don't, darn. Mm. Um, but this one's a different website. They give the DMs the adventure to run. Mm. So it's all pre-written, and it's a flat. They the players pay the the company, the website to run the for for the adventure. The DMs are employees of the mm. website running it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there are. <laughs> There are because uh, I think a lot of these must have come out of the convention circuit because you'll see there are uh, companies that will come in and do conventions and the conventions will pay the company to have like six tables of people playing you know whatever champions or Mm -hmm. uh you know all the magpie Games stuff or cypher or you know that that kind of stuff um and and i think that that must be where this kind of thing is coming from and and i can see it where if if you advertised it right like for me i would be like saturday morning 8 a.m ten dollars a head or whatever you know and here we go we're gonna play dungeon world it's all beer and pretzels all the time it's just gonna be a goofy stupid three-hour session of improv idiocy you know and um yeah i i would do i would do that every week for you know 50 bucks so I, I guess I, I guess the the tech is out there. It's not like you're driving, you know, six hours to Gen Con or Origins or, or something, true, and true. then and then you know by by Sunday afternoon you just want to roll into a ball in a fetal position and die because it it's not like it yeah it it's not like you're sitting across the table from them. It's okay, you have now broken the rules of the game, click, and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can still see a lot of problems because it's playing with random people, which is like conventioning, which is my only experience in this in this realm, really.
1: Uh, yeah, and of... conventions, I mean, I've, I've played with some really great groups at conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say my experience playing kids on bikes at um, Origins hmm. I believe it was at Origins and it was right after it had come out um yep yeah, it was Origins and mm-hmm. or was it no it was Gen it was, Con I was going to say it was probably Gen it Con it was Gen Con. they'd run right it after at it Origins and I couldn't get into it I think um but I'm trying, I remember, my brain is rocketing through what room we were in how I had to get there The long hallway i'm pretty sure it was downtown indianapolis yeah um but it might not have been either way not important to the story (laughs) um but i think if i hadn't played with that group and that that game master who was really good at getting out of the way of the story right and letting everybody role play and then i got really lucky because i got paired with my character got paired with somebody and we riffed off each other the entire night Oh, nice. We were, we were both slacker kids. Mm. He was the, the burnout that always got caught. And I was the burnout teenage girl that nobody ever looked at. So like both of us right. would cut class to go smoking. Right. But I would just put my cigarette out and go back inside and no one would say anything. And if he walked out the door, he was like slapped with a detention ticket. Right. Right. And we just, we just riffed on it the whole night. Yeah, and it was fun, and it was like I gained a chance to role play instead of constantly changing up characters, but like kind of developing this this character out a bit. And you know, a lot of it's based on students I've had, so it's like I know this kid, I know that kid. We're gonna put it's it was it was so much fun, Um, so it worked out. But I've also been at some tables where I'm like, eh, eh, yeah. Um, For instance. I've
0: got a, a question coming up but uh, so I used to go to a lot of uh, military war game conventions mm-hmm. and it got to the point where there's kind of a circuit you know of local ones that are like in the state and I never forget a face I mean I never remember a name but I never forget a face and <laughs> I would I would wait to the last minute to sign up for something watching and I'd be like nope not playing with that guy okay i gotta find something else (laughs) (laughs) because because it's just you know certain people just oh they they want they want to play their tin soldiers a certain way and if you don't play the same way you know they get
1: very upset they get cranky Mm -hmm. why why are why are you changing to skirmish formation this is not a situation that requires skirmish formation you don't need the extra move you need to stay you need to stay in line (laughs) Yes. I mean, and, and why do you have your, why is your reserve in line formation? They need to be in columns so they can be more mobile. Exactly. No, there's zero chance they're going to attack you right now. I don't <laughs> care how pretty your minis look in their, in their line formation. Put them back in column. I'll wait. I'm,
0: I'm going to be the vanguard of the fleet and I'm cutting the T's on everyone. You know, I'm, I'm going to thread the needle like six of my ships are going to try to slide between the Spanish <laughs> and crossfire and probably blow each other up.
1: I don't care. Look at it. It's going to be so good. You know, yeah. I saw parts of the Caribbean. I know how this naval combat works.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, the question real question. quick before, before I
0: completely derail and forget it. What, how, now that we're talking about this, how would you feel about playing or paying to play? Like, say, say you didn't have, you know, a half dozen games you were playing every week and you were like, man, I want to play some D and D what do you think would you would you shell 10 bucks for three hours
1: okay so that's that's a great question that definitely puts me on the spot nope sorry. um <laughs> and i i appreciate that we are comfortable enough with each other that we can do that to each other <laughs> um honestly i don't think i would mm. and i think part of that is um i'm lucky enough with the time i have i can i'm still able to find groups mm. um and I, I feel like personally, I would prefer to see more tools for connecting groups powered by things like banner ads or mm-hmm. sponsorships than I would to see um, paid matchmaking services. Right. Um, and that's kind of my personal take. Now, I understand there's some people that are like, well, I don't have your friend circle. I don't have a channel I can I can use as a, a platform to say, hey, I'm a great guy. You should, you should game with me. Uh, I'm just trying to find my, my footing. And that, so I, I look at things like, especially now that the pandemic in theory is coming to a close. Hmm. Um, but using posting at your friendly local game store for local people. Uh, Molly, who is one of like my favorite people to game with right now, uh, found me through D&D Beyond's forums. Oh. Um, she was just going through the, the games and went, well, that game looks interesting. Yeah. And and emailed me and said, hey, do you, do you think you got room for me at your table? And I went, I think I do. Right. And literally within 48 hours, we had her on stream playing d d with us. Nice. And that was with nice. the extra caveat of, do you have a camera? Do you have a mic? Do you have some screen presence? Right. I mean, if we take that away, because we're just hanging out at the game table, and just a little bit of a, do you have some references you know have you been part of this community do i recognize your name i don't know i mean i can i can totally understand people saying i want to get into it i want to meet people but i almost see the paid game as a gateway to hopefully becoming friends and you start meeting somewhere else right right i think that's a a big part that's kind of my take on it because i also see where it can get like the, the one i mentioned before and by the way juggernaut thank you for gifting that sub to Phoenix, Woo. it's glad to have your support in the community, as always. Um, and to remind the podcast listeners what that audio tone was. Yeah. Uh, the company I mentioned that pays the DMs directly, and this is where I think things start to get even more... Like We can debate a little bit of the potential jankiness mm-hmm. of of pay-to-play, and I, I respect people who do it on both sides. Yeah. I think there is something to be said for there's a lot of work to put in a game together, if it's original content. Um, I understand wanting to see a return on that investment of time. Totally get that. This company, I'm curious, is your take on it? So I'll put you on the spot for this. All right. Not only do you, um, is everything run by the company, mm-hmm. but the players buy gold with real money.
0: Oh. 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 oh, oh, oh. So okay.
1: if you want to start with studded leather instead mm-hmm. of the usual leather. Right you can pay a little bit of extra to get into that and and that's where i think things get a i mean what to clarify the adventures Mm -hmm. are pre-written so it's like the dm in theory the company doesn't decide what your treasure advancement is and we will assume it is relatively appropriate Mm
0: -hmm. like you're not
1: going to get to level five and go well i'm going to be a dead man walking if i don't pay up to get the half plate right because i'm the fighter and i'm still working with my chainmail shirt we'll assume that Hmm. the the buying yourself a plus one mace is really just a the extra five percent yeah that you get on all rolls and not a well now you're facing vampires and they're resistant (laughs) to non-magical damage (laughs)
0: right
1: um what's your take on that so
0: as someone who every year for the past four or five years that I've gone to Gen Con, which I did not in the play again because there wasn't, and I won't be this year, sorry, uh, those who would I would adore to see there, uh, there is a thing called True Dungeon. Yes. and And True Dungeon is like that because you can... You can go online, you can trade your your tokens, you can buy more tokens, you can buy grab bags of tokens, you can buy tokens there. They have a shop, you can buy specific tokens, and it costs you a lot. Anyway, there's a market for it. And I, I just can't... I do it every year, but I don't ever you know, that's the once a year situation. I say I'm going to spend a hundred bucks on this stupid thing because I love it, but it's my vacation, so I can do what I want. Yes. <laughs> now, yes. to do that like every week or whatever, I don't know, man. That's who that's kind of hardcore. But well, now there's, there's the microtransaction system of of gaming out there and people are used to it. You know, they're like, I'm playing along. Oh, it's going to take an hour for me to build this tower in the game. Or I can click the microtransaction and pay a dollar. And then, you know, I get a thousand gold and this cost me a thousand gold to not wait a half an hour.
1: (laughs) Well, But the thing is, okay, and this is where it feels weird. Like, I look at that, especially with the the Facebook-ish games, which I know they're not Mm. Facebook games anymore. They're all apps Ah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think of them as the games you play on Facebook. Uh, time is a precious commodity. And so being able mm-hmm. to say, okay, I need this now so I can keep playing the game, you're you're effectively paying to play the game. Right. Um, what I'm always nervous about are things like pay for XP boosts. Mm. Because now it's like, now you're paying to not pay the game, play the game, because now <laughs> you're, you're paying to skip content. Like, <laughs> if this game is well-developed, the last right. thing I wanted... Here's the thing that used to happen in City of Heroes. Mm. City of Heroes, for those unfamiliar, is one of the best MMOs, bar none, ever created. Um, it was a superhero game, took place inside a, a neat little neat little town. Hold on, chat is in here. Private party pay money towards extra gold. Money is used towards the group buying books. Okay, pin that. Mm. Um, But what would happen in City of Heroes, if you died... There was what was called the the death penalty Mm. and you your next x experience points only counted for half Mm. and the more you died the longer that that debt would stretch out so you might spend an hour only earning half experience points yeah to discourage you from doing stupid stuff like hey (laughs) you died try not to do that again Mm-hmm. Um, please don't do these things they they don't work for your character um, but there were people that would literally go out of their way to die repeatedly mm. so they would have all this massive debt racked up and go okay now I get to level at half speed and that's what I want it. so I can play longer. so I can play all the things because if you played the game straight yeah you would skip stuff you would miss whole story arcs you would miss whole raids because you outlevel it right right and and so this system was in play and people would do this to avoid out leveling things so they could enjoy mm-hmm. the game so i always look at things like that pay for the xp boost like that to me is a real no-go right um to speed things along and as for the larping side oh my gosh i used to pay way more like I didn't pay way more, but I paid, i paid my fair share to do LARPs. Yeah. But in that one, there was never a microtransaction option. It was always, if you wanted it, you had to earn in game, but then you were also kind of like beholden to what the people running the game thought was appropriate for your character to find. Mm. So like mm. I could, I could really see that becoming abused in some systems of, well, you know, it was a rough weekend you're going to probably want some more healing potions before next weekend. You should check our online store. I don't know how long it would have lasted because then my brain is like, are they, are they throwing harder stuff at my character to get me to buy more potions? Are they like, right. But do bad things happen because I suck or because they (laughs) suck?
0: Right, right, right. Oh, if only you had the fireball spell available at the merchant's store now to get past the trolls at the bridge. Uh, I'm a fighter. Oh, if only you could hire the the mage to go with you to cast the fireballs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So Juggernaut's idea was to, um, for a private party, Pay money for the extra gold, and then that money goes towards group things like books, scenery, uh, pizza fund. Um, I think that's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I think that that can really work if the group gets it, and the people who can't afford it don't feel or don't want to afford it, um, don't feel like they're on the short end of a stick. Right. Right. um you kind of have to know your you have to know your group like i can think of some environments where i'd be i would be uncomfortable I mean, we're, we're bumping into that with dance where it's like hmm. we just don't have the money to keep throwing at extra classes for the kids right. But that also means that when we do performances there are dances they don't perform because we didn't pony up for uh, them to yeah. learn those dances right and and that's a real weird situation that i'm trying to navigate because it's like I want them to have every opportunity they can have to participate. Mm. But I'm I feel a little weird paying an extra fee for them to learn these extra opportunities. Right. So yeah, yeah a well established group where you know the money isn't just going to disappear. And that's a big one. The biggest thing with that though, if it's anything hard, like the books, the scenery, um, you should have a plan for the divorce. Right. So like if we if every week everyone who can pitch in pitches in an extra Uh, five bucks towards the group equipment and Mm -hmm. then everyone that pitched in gets like gets to start the game at inspiration yeah what's the plan for when the group is done who gets to Mm -hmm. keep the scenery now obviously as a longtime dungeon master i would say the dm keeps it right um and i can actually see a lot of groups going well you know rob already does a lot of the work so he may as well keep all (laughs) the stuff like that makes some sense too um so i'd be down with that i mean that makes sense but have a, yeah. have a have a plan, right? We're all going to pitch in. Rob's going to buy some some dungeon stuff so we can have a, a, a really cool three D table going, um, and he, he'll live at his house. And if anything happens, you know it, it's it's kind of his, but he's expected yeah. to bring it every week.
0: Right, right, yeah, exactly. You know the the guy who the guy who orders and stops and gets the pizzas doesn't throw the five bucks in because he's you know he, yeah uh, we wait How? how's the saying we something about
1: I uh, you fly i buy you yeah fly, i fly yeah something like that yep. uh yeah so oh, I, i've also played the i provide the pop i provided the house i gotta clean up after all you guys i'm not pitching in five <laughs> bucks on the pizza <laughs> like that's just the way it works yeah oh man yeah uh, the dm is usually the host although that one can change Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've been the DM in a couple of games where I've gone to people's houses to DM. Um, that's that depends on how your group works. Well, uh, and the 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 few
0: local in person games I've been involved in in the last you know five ten years, it's really funny because. I have an entire uh, basement of this stuff, and uh, so when somebody's like, "Oh, you know, we're we're gonna I'm gonna run a D and D campaign," I'm like, "Do you want battle mat, battle tiles? You know, what kind of miniatures do you want me to bring?" And I'll I'll bring like a travel case of miniatures. You know, so I, I hear you're running
1: a D and D game. Do you want <laughs> pre-made battle maps, or are you looking for individual tiles? Exactly. I got I got I minis minis. Okay, they're down here. Um,
0: <laughs> Come in with a cart. Because I used to go to LB's house and it was like, I would, you know, it would be like three or four bags and, a, you know, the minis case and a, a two
1: just in case we need them. And,
0: and, and so finally I made a set of minis that lived at her house. This was just, <sighs> <laughs> these, these lived here, you
1: know. <laughs> so, wow, that's commitment, my man. That's like, that's like leaving yeah. your toothbrush level stuff. I, I'm just saying there's, thousands of babies down here thousands Um. that's fair that's fair that's fair um which then kind of gets us to the next piece of this all which is the um patreon versus kickstarter Mm. which i did want to touch base on for two reasons one Mm. um this is the last week of the kickstarter i'm running for convergence Mm -hmm. and it is proving to be way more successful than i thought it would be in ways i didn't expect it to be successful Mm. like i was really like my vision when i put it together and i'll i'll just kind of throw it out there a little 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 inside baseball here um Mm. i expected a lot of my regular channel viewers to just pop over drop five bucks buy a little bronze sponsorship because it feels good to go well i could cheer or i could spend five bucks on the kickstarter i'll I'll do the Kickstarter, then my name will always be in the credits. Right. Um, and it's been the exact opposite. Um I've had a really a lot of I've been very fortunate that I have a very supportive community that went all after the big ticket items. Oh, so like I nice. pushed I pushed live on the Kickstarter and it was a race between three people to snag the top back where they got to collaborate on creating and naming a major NPC. Oh. Like that was that was gone. In an instant, um, Mm. I've had a a lot of the individual episode sponsorships Mm. have been scooped up. I had someone ask me, can I sponsor a second episode? Mm. Because I've already backed you for one, and I want to sponsor more episodes. So I had to go in there to Kickstarter and go, okay, well, here's how you get in on more episodes. And Mm. I'm I'm watching the the stock of the two of them to make sure they stay, like, I don't have more sponsors than I will have episodes. (laughs) Um, Because that would be bad. Uh, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, but like, well
0: guys we've got a second season to run
1: <laughs> yeah well I mean I don't know if I'll kickstart a second season or not I'm kind of leaning <laughs> towards it because it seems to be a nice way to you know here's my budget yep Um, and that's been so far I think because the community is very supportive and very generous and I love all of you dearly not because of that but alongside of that mm. uh, it's been kind of a weird experience and I haven't really put a lot into looking at Patreon yet Right for the for the stuff. I've been kind of like getting by with the, with how Twitch works, and then through the Kickstarter. Did, have you done a lot with Patreon yet? I I have not. I dodged it because I was I was walking away
0: from my own streaming. Like I used to stream five days a week, and and when Patreon came on the scene, I was downing getting rid of my personal streams and and doing other people's shows. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought there's no way I can do the content to, you know, to produce on that. If my focus is on all these other channels, I didn't feel like I had a platform, a big enough platform for it. So I have not done much with uh, Patreon, but there's plenty of folks out there who are in my orbit who do and um it's nice it's it's a part of it is you know you fire and forget so if people are giving you a buck a month they don't even think about it Uh, they buy in for like five bucks a month a lot of people still won't you know they might once in a while go patreon what the hell am i oh yeah but yeah it's not even noticed and 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 if you've got you know if you've got 20 backers at five dollars a month that's a hundred bucks a month that's that's you know
1: no that's not bad at all and why not and that's and that's actually that actually is what has kept me from getting into patreon Mm. because i am hyper reluctant to do pay to do patreon myself to support things Mm. because i don't want to get trapped in the six months, nine months. So here's here's how this works. The last time I played World of Warcraft mm. was just after the Pandas came out. <laughs> okay, so for some context. <laughs> right, right. That, um, I may have played it for a month or two the summer I broke my foot. Mm. So that was two summers ago. Mm. When the Activision lawsuit came out, we sat down and went, okay, we need to, we need to make sure we're not currently spending money on Activision Blizzard products. We'll mm-hmm. go back once we feel everything has been settled down, but we want to double check. And I had still been paying my Wizard of my 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 World of Warcraft subscription, right, every month. Um, so like I'm I'm hyper nervous, and I'll, I'll even admit on Twitch I tend to cheer and gift sub way more than I sub. Yes. Like if I really like a way a streamer, what's going on with a streamer, I really want to show support for a streamer. I will gift sub to their community. I will cheer, but I am like hyper aware of like, mm, mm.
0: auto payments, man. Yeah. I, I I can't do it because I forget. And then it's the, it, it, it it snowballs horribly. Yeah. I have some subs,
1: but I have to watch how many I can have. Yep. I don't want to I don't want to get to that spot where my 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 Twitch pays for Twitch mm-hmm. and and not the little things I like to to have to help flesh out everything yeah. else we do so I've been very shy about Patreon plus I don't know if I can feel like I'm generating enough content to make people feel like it's worth it
0: and that and that would be it the the thing would be where so and that was part of my thinking about it too was Okay, I if I have one dollar things, if my only if you can only be a dollar, then I will not feel bad if one month I don't churn something out. But if I have five dollar and ten dollar memberships, they I I'm gonna there will be a product, you yeah. know, there will be something for them, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's because uh, a lot of people that's how they that's how they do their upper end Patreon is by dming games for people and Mm -hmm. so that's that's back to this original topic again that you know i if if you're my twenty dollar or fifty dollar backer or whatever one thursday a month we get together and you know or or whatever um so that's one that 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 i've seen a lot of and it's really funny because the big channels, the channels that b- have blown up to, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, they've all had to back out of that because they get those backers. And all of a sudden it's like every night a week, they're supposed to be, <laughs> there, there they're are supposed a to be dimming. <laughs>
1: exactly. Which again, that's not the worst problem to have. <laughs> I, I can think of worse problems than having to like recruit dungeon masters. Cause you need to spin off your channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I realize you backed in order to get into one of my games, but this guy's really good too. Mm-hmm. And with the two of us, we can make it all work. Um, so that's why that, yeah, that's, that's, it's definitely tricky.
0: Yeah. I to make I, my, it all work. My last thing on uh, like a Patreon or, or pay to play DMing would be reusing content Mm-hmm. uh you know like pathfinder society and uh D adventures and a uh, living Greyhawk, and all those kind of things i i just you would have to have something going along to where you could churn out enough mm-hmm. enough things to replay in a timely manner that wouldn't you know, just burn you out completely. I, I, I can see it would be a, a harsh business.
1: Yeah, a Juggernaut mentioned the, the, it's only a problem if you're trying to hold down a regular job at the same time. <laughs> I, You know what, I, I, I agree but disagree because scheduling as grown ups, is incredibly challenging. I don't know if I would feel right telling someone, yes, yeah, sure, you backed me at this level. You get to play a session with me. Your session is on Tuesday, the 17th at 1 PM. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I hope you can get the time off work because that, that, I mean, there's a lot of other layers of art or in the case of, for example, you juggernaut, uh, I hope you can get up at time Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're in totally different time zones. So how are we going to, you know, I guess you're going to have to make it work. And that's what my candle keep game bumped into. Um, is we we literally were supposed to play last weekend and as we 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 got like up to it one of the players said oh no they've changed the the soccer schedules and another player went okay well i i can't do this other time we had talked about during the day because i've had something come up and then right. we went said well how about this time and then the other player went well yeah but that means i have to start playing at one o'clock in the morning and then <laughs> we're all kind of like i guess we're not playing this week and i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm a little terrified that yeah. we're going to bump into the, we just never play again because mm. we're grown ups with schedules. Yeah, and that, that's, you know, it, it happens. It happens despite your best intentions. Yeah. Um, but we, I'm hoping we
0: can work it out. We've had that exact same thing over at indoors for like three weeks. We have not played on Thursdays because it was like, you know, one person had a relationship thing. I had to work late. Another person had yep. something come up and it just, you know, so all of a sudden three weeks in a row we didn't play. It's like, wow.
1: Oh what happened again? It's been a month. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's one of my, especially with um, virtual games, where I think it's a little bit easier to cancel than mm-hmm. it is to say, no, darn it. I want to see you guys. We're all, gonna, I'm, I'm already on my way over. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep the group small. Yeah. so you have less less variables about who's dropping out yeah and then in person you can get a bigger group and go well we've got five out of the seven of us we're right. getting together um to go yep. um built a good community have quite a few friends who could do a one-off at least keep the child going until a regular group can be re-established yes and i'm very lucky in fact i'm mr killian has been very uh vocal recently too he's like well, i want to get back into a game again and i'm like yeah i want to get one scheduled uh july i had too many one shots running right i was constantly recruiting for one shots and now i feel like i finally have got like i've got what's going on i feel comfortable going back and saying okay i can do another one shot who let's let's throw out the net see who's yep. interested and then you, come back together and do it you got a big enough stable yeah well and more like i feel like i have the the head space to do it plus i've got mm some original content I've written that I can keep recycling for players who haven't played through it yet. Right. Um, and as long as, as long as the chat is kind Mm, and doesn't spoil it, which then gets into like the last part of, I think funding, you know, kind of a, you know, the Mo Money Mo Monsters idea is I do kind of like a lot of the engagement tools I've seen people use Mm. while playing. I mean, I most D and D streams now have some kind of a an audience participation benefits the oh, party, yeah. mm-hmm. and depending on the popularity of the channel, the it seems to scale. Yeah, like some channels, it's that it, it's a five hundred bits to get them a healing mm-hmm. potion, um, yeah. and some of them like like when I usually play, it's hundred bits um, gives them a reroll to be that they can bank. So bank re mm-hmm. reroll for the important moments, um, and that seems to have worked mostly. Yeah. Um and it it's something where I don't see it so much as a moneymaker as a um audience engagement piece. Right. You know, it's a way that chat can say, No, no, I really want to see this go better. Here's a, a token gift right. to to get us there. Yeah, the I've been
0: on a lot of charity streams where it's been, you know, bits or donations give you X mm-hmm. and and it can be it can be incredibly gratifying sorry the bourbon <laughs> the bourbon's got me um the it can be really you. it can be really gratifying to be like you know someone out there is like okay i'm gonna give a hundred dollars to save this character because i love this character you know and you're like you're doing it for charity but you're saving my keister i you know i I'm gonna just I need a minute. I'm gonna
1: cry, you know. <laughs> Which makes me think will be neat on a charity stream if I and I should consider that um, uh-huh. get some decent single malt. We don't, dude. We do not yuck other people's yums around here, man. Do not make me. Do not make us take out the band hammer. We do <laughs> yeah. not yuck on people's yums. Um, but something like even for a charity stream, saying like, any donation greater than a dollar. Mm-hmm. gets this and then let the player let the viewers say you know what it's going to a bird sanctuary i'll throw a mm-hmm. hundred dollars in so that gray can get one re-roll and yep. that's that's their freedom of donation so well it's like man i really want gray to get a re-roll things are a little bit tight i'll put down five dollars but because it's yep. going to a charity um and and now we have chat debating the benefits of urban <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um that's fine Mm, um. but um i've been cheating today i've been working my way through a pepsi i got a crap ton to do still tonight oh, um, because that. well not quite there yet but that is something that i do think it's it's good but it's it's tough to get big using yeah. the twitch finance tools yeah uh, <laughs> it's a nice pizza money and it pays for my D beyond subscription but you know it's it's hard it, it comes down to building a community and you know, getting, you know growing it steadily
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah um again it's um yeah it it is it is a crazy crazy uh, world in business and it's nice when you know uh, my my thing used to be i want to pay for my internet service because i have the stupid level blaze level, you know, internet service. And so it was always good to, to be able to go, yes, I am spoiling myself so I can play mech warrior <laughs> in real time, you know, MMO mm-hmm. style with my good internet and pay for that. That was, that was always my goal, but uh, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's times where as you're building the channel, yeah, you, you get to a plateau unless you've got money to go to the next you need a you need a board, you need better cameras, you need better lights, you know so
1: most people expect to see it and, and Liz um, Les, thank you for that that absolutely kind comment. Um, i I do not consider myself fantastic. I consider myself middling at best um, and I, I appreciate the kind words, although I guess I could also turn that around and say, well, if you think I'm good, clearly you know what good D and d looks like um
0: i I, can i can i segue with one of my stories please i'll keep it short so we used to run the gamers guild at, at at the college here and we had like 300 members and this is back in the 90s so this is like early 90s and we had one guy who was just named wolf and that was that was his thing and he would come in, and he had a cane with a wolf's head and the little, the little gem eyes. And he would come into the gamers guild, and he would lord over, and he would choose people for. If I were to allow you to play with me, I, I, I bring you into my game. I need to see what you can do, and I, I'll watch you play in other games first before I allow you at my table. You know. <laughs> so just oh the characters you know
1: well that and that's been like that that character is i think in very ways a a trope uh born in reality because i I think we've had similar people (laughs) um although to be fair too, even the the gentleman that i played with as a player in college had a little bit of um like i don't really want to invite you over to my house to play an rpg until i've played with you at the day at the game club or watched you play at the game club because i just kind of want to know how we're going to match and then that might have been in his case a little bit more of the i've invited people over to my house who have made inappropriate jokes in front of my girlfriend and i've had to beat them to the point where ems was called so not the okay ems was never called but he did like you know that joke doesn't work that's not funny to her you're going to go home now you decide we're back to the how would you like to go home <laughs> yeah. In the back of a police
0: car, in the back of an ambulance, or in your own car. Yeah, These you are pick. your choices. You pick. Um because
1: <laughs> it's gonna be one of three. Um and so in that sense, I have some respect for the let me see how this works. And I've even kind of done that with stream where I've had people say I really want to play in a game. I heard you're looking for players. I'll say, Have you been on other streams? Do you have a YouTube channel? Do you have anywhere I can get a sense for who you are before I throw you up here with my with my community? Yeah. And
0: And that's a rough one I've seen in communities. People will watch your stream, and then they'll end up on your Discord community, and they'll just be like, you need to put me in your game. Uh, No, no, I don't. Oh, I'm great. Uh, Okay. I, I don't know you. This is a, you know, there is a... A personal level to this and there are you know short-run campaigns the reason i do a short-run campaign is to see if you are going to get along with some of my other players and maybe i can then bring you into you know or you let me get you on a one shot to yeah. see if you have a good camera and a good mic and you know yep so
1: and that's, that's and thank you for that too rasha i appreciate that i i try um, I also know for a fact that I run roller coaster games way more than sandboxes, mm-hmm. which has me really excited for, and that's a good segue given the hour mm. into tomorrow night. We are actually not continuing Valley of Plenty. We're taking a week off. We are going to be doing the session zero for the convergence, which is the one that's on Kickstarter. Um we're getting all the players together. Uh to be fair, part of the reason we're doing it is I've been kind of like poking them to say, hey, we cleared the character art stretch goal, so you need mm-hmm. to you need a character, so we can get the artist working on your character pictures. And right. uh, multiple players have gone. I don't know. Like, I love D and D. I love the concept of the world you've pitched. I don't know enough about the world to have a character yet. Right. And so we're we're going to use the night to be a brainstorming session about the world. Uh, we're going to be using the, the night to brainstorm our characters i don't think we're going to roll them on D beyond live mm. um i think we're going to just like spend you know spend the evening talking and maybe doing a little backstory chat before we break out the the kids on bikes thing which mm-hmm. we might do a session zero part two at some point because right. I, I absolutely love streaming that i think it's fun to to, to engage everyone with that and the laughters are the, the stories can be really slick yeah um but then there's also the, we're going to have, I think the artist doing the character work is coming for some of the evening. And mm-hmm. the musician who's going to be providing the theme music right. is dropping in, uh, both to kind of introduce herself to the players, maybe get a little, a couple ideas what they think might be interesting. Um, and it's weird. Cause I said, well, here's, here's my aesthetic. I really like the driving beat of the Magnum PI theme, <laughs> but I also really like I, – I feel the vibe of I Need a Hero mm-hmm, mm-hmm, by Bonnie mm-hmm. Raitt. And I kind yep. of want whatever we have as a theme to be, like, really heavy on things like heroism, courage, perseverance, mm-hmm. survival. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's post-apocalyptic, but mm. it's a heroic story. Right. And the characters are – are. I, 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 I never run non-hero games. I really don't like running anti-hero games. So they're it. they're going to be heroes – the pokemon theme song um, okay okay let me let me level yes <laughs> there it is i mean something like that um what? and i even pitched the idea that i'm not joking where i said i wouldn't mind if like the first 10 seconds was kind mm-hmm. of like ground laying so mm-hmm. i could do like some images of the of a of a convergence happening, some good, you know, some good free to download Aurora type stuff oh, yeah. to help lay the setting. And then we ramp it up as we introduce the characters. Yeah. Eye of the tiger. A little bit, Um, <laughs> you know, to kind of help create an arc in the, like, I really wish I'd storyboarded this and just handed it to her and go, here's the storyboard for the intro. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I have to go see what I can get get on the cheap when it comes to you know royalty free pictures right i do do my homework Mm. i do make sure that things i use um in the streams are as as close to royalty free as i can get right um or i pay for them Mm. because i get it people artists created it and if the artist wants money they should get paid yep um so i'm totally down that's wednesday night we're going to be doing that um which is which i'm really geeked about i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and then Sunday night, we're back to Curse of Strahd, which is going to also be kind of crazy. And then I figured out where to put it. I haven't, aside from Aztechi, Aztechi became a dragon. Mm. So we have now had a dragon in that Dungeons & Dragons game. It's the first dragon they've had yeah. in in 10 months of playing.
0: Oh. this is their, That oh. was their first dragon.
1: Okay. Um, All right. And then... I've decided that I can't let the Valley of Plenty players get jealous Mm. and I will say no more except that (laughs) when they, when they sit down and stop and go, we're in a mist surrounded Valley where there's no sunlight and there are zombies constantly attacking. Where's the, where's the dragon again? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that should be a lot of fun to do. Um, I lost three characters to Curse of Strahd. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And thank you for that, for Druggernaut. We will be in touch about that if things don't work out with that. I believe. She, I think she's kind of geeked to be on board. She just joined Twitch yesterday, mm, um, and I nice. mentioned the live music community. I I would not be shocked if I turn her into a streamer. Because <laughs> um, streaming music is one of my favorite things to have found on Twitch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yes, Curse of Strahd will easily. You can easily eat up characters in Curse of Strahd if that's the way your DM runs it. Mm. Um, and nothing, again, I don't yuck on yums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have mad respect for people who go in they're going, you know what? If you die, you die. Because that's where we're is, rolling.
0: This is better here. It um, is.
1: <laughs> it is. At, well, it, we ended up changing the stream title last time because they found Escher, who, mm. uh, not mild spoiler for those that don't follow it, is one of Strahd's other consorts yeah and uh and i i played him a little i played him a little probably a little more effeminate than i was intending to do but he was all well so here's what happens they walk into the room <laughs> well and, you're and getting he, the he, real scoop he, here he gets, we do the brief introductions and then he turns to to nebula's character Samar and goes all right now let's just get real which one of these is with you hang on <laughs> don't tell me let me guess yeah, not that one. She's like what, fourteen? You look like you have some class. Not like Strahd. He would be. You are not. Now that one, I could see it, but she looks like she's not that into you, even though she's across room. So not her. This no, not that one. And and he like, <laughs> it was real. And, and we changed the name of this of the of the game for that episode, to the Real Housewives of Barovia. Ah, I,
0: I saw that. I actually saw that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So that's my week coming up. What's what's on the docket for the tavern?
0: We're gonna try to be Thursday, Thursday, Thursday over at Indoor Adventures uh, at eight thirty Eastern Standard Time for Monster Loire. A uh, we're using the City of Mist system, and it's a homebrew campaign. It's the ending arc of multiple years of playing um but it's a new storyline that is let the 10 sessions um so uh you're really not that behind if you're if you're behind and then on sunday 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 i will be playing wilder myth which we've been having just an absolute blast with uh so much fun uh feel free to pop in at my channel graybeard tavern on sunday at 10 a.m ish and uh, we'll do some more Wilder mess.
1: That that game honestly is on my list of ones I want to get into. Um, I just don't know where I'm going to have time in my life to do it. It's so hard to only play on Sundays. It is just
0: so so good that I don't want to lose any content.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: a, a, you know, a, I want people to see every storyboard and every choice I make throughout the, the different storylines. And so, yeah, so I I, I don't play it any other time other than Sunday mornings. So it's very hard to do.
1: I hear you. And I've, I've been playing a little bit of, like, Baldur's Gate 3 off stream, but I also just picked up uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, and I'm like... <sighs> I kind of want to give that an honest shake too. And I want to finish my Solasta playthrough. Like I could play (laughs) D&D CRPGs probably well into next year.
0: Exactly.
1: So that'll be, it'll be an adventure. Um, Tomorrow is at 7 p.m. ish. Now that means that my hope is everyone is here at 7 and we're live. Generally speaking, you want to give us a 15 minute window because uh, we're not quite all there yet. Um, and mm. sometimes things happen, um, but I'm, I'm still geeked about it. It's going to be fun to get the cast together. Um, Eastern a, standard um, time, Eastern daylight time. Yep. Mm. Um, and the other neat thing too is with, is with the Kickstarter is once we've, once we've uh, Eastern, so that would be 6 PM central. Um, but once we, once we pay off the, the, the artists, one of the goals of the Kickstarter is to, to pay an honorarium back to the players. That oh, was one of my, mm-hmm. my missions with this. Is I wanted to say, look, I respect the work you all put in. Um, I, want to, I want to honor that in some way, but uh, I don't know what my budgets are, so uh, let's mm-hmm. try Kickstarter. and, right. and the, So the generosity is not just helping me. It's helping all the players who have, who, who really make the games work. Um, Sunday night would not have been the night it was if S-Techie Han said, well, what about that polymorph spell? <laughs> and, 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 the, and the four of us sat down and went, well, what can we polymorph into that flies? right and so like that kind of you know Aztec bringing the humor uh Dagen bringing his knowledge or Adam bringing his knowledge of the rules Jeremy's pragmatism I mean it's just it's a great group I mean Nebula is just fun to, she she pl- role-played off Escher for almost an hour <laughs> it was a hoot um and then she was like <gasps> trying to get information out of them too so it's just just a great group and I'm so blessed and I say mm. this more and more and if everyone who's been by who thinks they've had a good time watching me run D? it's not mm. me mm. i am one person at the table um i i really owe a lot of my success to the other people who join me every week to play because they are they're storytellers right we just happen to do it together and i get to decide who the giant orange couch falls on hey yep exactly you you lay down the road they drive
0: on it or off it or over it or under it they 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 are the they are the motion you are the road you know that's
1: that's the way it works um as we wind down i do want to give a shout out to inverse genius who is the uh, the umbrella under which this podcast is published? With the reminder to myself, I need to contact them because we're still not on their website yet. Um, but InverseGenius.com is home to some amazing content creators uh, in the uh, tabletop RPG and tabletop gaming spaces, as well as other geek and sundry topics. Not literally geek and sundry—that's a different thing. But uh, you know what I meant. Um, and <laughs> a huge shout out to Sweet Steam who provides um, am- makes amazing steampunk-themed chocolates. Uh, if you use the code STEAMNOIR at their website, sweetsteam.com, you get 5% off your purchase. And purchases of $50 or more get free shipping, and they will pack it with ice to ensure that no matter the weather, you get your chocolates intact, um, mostly. I mean, there might be some shifting based on your postal carriers, uh, but... So definite shout out to them. They're amazing people. And when we do our giveaways, I always sneak their stickers in there because they are a lot of fun. Um, Thank you for the download. If you're downloading this on your podcast platform of choice, if you are, feel free to please leave us a review there. It's always helps for people to find us so they can hang out with us as well or listen in on our hangouts and then write angry emails about how much we got wrong. (laughs) We'll take them we'll take the angry emails at this point and that those emails should be going to old timer tavern at com. Also feel free to email in your ideas for show contents, questions for the mailbag segment, which we run periodically, or just tell us you like the podcast. Mm-hmm. Our parting thought from my amazing co-host gray is going to be. Uh, I didn't think of one this week. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, definitely get out there try what you can don't be afraid to try a, a one shot that maybe you do have to shell out five or ten bucks for but like lantern noir said go ahead and check it out you never know who you're going to meet and it's always stepping stones and experience rack up those xps until you're ready to dm for yourself
1: a freaking men. till next time folks stay safe Happy Hour at the Old Timer Tavern is a proud part of the Inverse Genius Network of Content. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice. They give valuable feedback for the hosts and help others find this amazing content.